This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Matt Norlander, CBSSports.com, the Eye on College Basketball podcast. I appreciate your time on a busy draft day, and I know there's a lot of other news uh, breaking as well. First, let me give you a compliment on the uh, the emergency Ion College Basketball podcast on Bob Huggins. Uh, live podcasting isn't always easy. I try it with the Hurricanes. Uh, yeah. I hope, uh, I, I know you fixed your uh, whatever got caught in your throat, uh, but I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a riveting read of the Huggins arrest report. A terrifying read yeah. of that. So I just wanted to give you, uh, give you your props for that. Uh, so... Let's get into your uh, your mock draft. And I think you do mock drafts the way they're supposed to be done. What will the what do we think these players will be? Because if we're just drafting for today, we're doing it wrong. Uh so we all know Victor Wembanyama is going to be the best player in this draft or he should be anyway. Uh everything is set up for that. I was intrigued by number 3, so we'll start local because you have yeah. Derek Lively at number 3. Yeah, I do. And by the way, like I've done it in this format. So you'll go to CBSSports.com and the layout looks like all the other mock drafts. But man, oh, man, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the reading comprehension of a certain section of the of the sports loving public, I may need to just not have team logos and do I may I may need to do this, need to do this more traditionally going forward because uh, it's fine. Like I'm kind of tapping into my inner Gary Parish here, but like the people that find this thing are like, this is the absolute worst, most idiotic right. mock draft I've ever seen in my entire life. It's not necessarily a mock draft. It is how I think the draft should go based on who I think will have the best NBA careers. And yes, every year when I do this with intention, <laughs> I make sure to have a couple of big swings because guess what? Many more years often than not, you will have players wind up being you know, top three, top five, top eight in a given draft class that are picked well after that. And so Derek Lively out of Duke, I do have, and I admit that this is not not likely, but I think it is possible. I have him as the third best player from this class when we look up a decade from now, only bested by Wemby and by Scoot Henderson. And the reason why is that Lively has all of the tools and all of the potential to be an all-star level big man at the Mm -hmm. NBA level if he can put it all together and play consistently and have some offensive, uh, you know, dynamism to his game. Like, he can shoot a three. He's going to have to grow into that and be asked and be relied upon to do it. I think he will. I think he'll shoot 35% from three as a pro. That's going to be a major factor in this. Defensively, we know what he can be. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a chance to be a top five defender in the NBA. He just happens to be the second best potential defender and big man in his own draft class because, you know, <laughs> there, it's just Wembenyama is not an absolute sure thing because there's no such thing as a sure thing. But right. um, you got to be practical with this. Like Wembenyama is on his own on his own tier here. So yes, I do have lively third overall projected. Want to be clear though, he will not be a top. <laughs> five rookie next season uh and it will take time but i also think and then talking to a few nba folks this week uh, i think there's a chance there's a chance he actually sneaks in some and goes you know 
9, 10, 11 on Thursday. We'll see. His range is viewed as like 9 to 16 or so. Yeah. But the vibe is that he is moving up, and it is much more likely that he will go, say, 11 than he would, say, 15. Now, you, you can't teach seven foot. Uh, Matt Norlander is joining us from CBSSports.com and the Iron College Basketball Podcast. Here's the thing. I talked to Chris Carroll about him. We had him on the other day, and I talked to him about both him and Derek Whitehead, who we'll get to next. And he likened him to Tyson Chandler. He thinks he can fill out, uh, maybe not to be what Tyson Chandler was, who was basically uh, part superhero uh, after a while, although he did have back problems. Uh, but he thinks that Lively will get better. And we we know that there is offensive upside because that's how he was billed coming into uh, coming into Duke that he can he can step outside and hit three pointers. He tried a couple, tried a few. I think he shot like eleven times or so from three point range during the season. He made one. I thought everybody went bananas when he made one, but uh, I I agree. I think he's a super athlete. I think he can guard multiple positions. If he gets switched off, maybe not on all point guards, but. I don't think he's going to embarrass himself if in a screen and roll he gets switched off on a point guard. I think he can bother them. I think the defensive side is really where he's going to make his money. I think there's a lot to that. And I do think it also will matter where he winds up getting drafted. Mm -hmm. I think he is a player. Sometimes that matters with with players. Sometimes it doesn't. So many factors go into uh, what makes a guy have a successful NBA career. Some of them are under his control. Some of them are not. Obviously, where you go, the kind of coach you go to, the city you live in, the part of the country. You know, like there are you talk to people at the NBA level. And and frankly, I've talked to uh, a few NBA players over the years who I first got to interview and know in college. And I think it's a way more complex. Now, there is a, you know, as um as the saying and belief goes in NBA circles, like twenty percent of the league is going to play in the league no matter what. It just doesn't matter. They're they're that good. They're that valuable. But the other eighty percent, like it is, it is situation dependent. And so for Lively in particular, I do think um, where he gets selected, if he goes to the right kind of franchise that wants to use him in the right ways, develop him, then he's got a chance. But his defense, his defensive upside is really really huge. And then you know, just you know, he's just so active as a big man. I. I uh, his, the stats don't pop out at Duke, and I get that. And some of sure. it, and a lot of factors there as well. But I, I think the best is yet to come, and it is no surprise to hear that his stock is, you know, steadily increased over the past month. Is Derek is Derek Whitehead's stock also increasing? Because I don't know that it is, but maybe mm-hmm. it should be. Uh, I don't believe that it is. Uh, I think there's a decently wide spectrum. Now, I have Whitehead as the 12th best player yeah. long-term in this draft. Now, some of that is based off of what I saw before he got to do. Right. Uh, my colleague uh, at 247 Sports, Adam Finkelstein, has made sure to to know, I think both on our podcast and also on HQ this week, that Whitehead essentially played hurt the entire season. Yep. So there's some of that. Now, he has – he. He's currently not able to play, I and mean, he just had he had a second foot surgery, and he's expected to be good to go later this year. But that will drop him down a few spot, spots. If he wound up wound up going after pick 25, 26, 27, I think that's on the table. I think his best case scenario to get drafted is, I think right now heading into this is probably like nineteenth or twentieth. Mm-hmm. I think, um, but he's got the size. I think he's grown into be a really good shooter. I think if he if he avoids injuries, and that's what I'm also I'm also saying with this is that like I don't think he's going to have injury issues plague his career. If they do, it changes everything. But if he can get healthy, stay healthy, uh, his size and also his defensive versatility as a shooting guard, I actually think is is pretty 
is pretty uh, pretty high. I I I don't know. I like him. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of I you know I I do that. It sounds strange, but I swear it's the truth. I do this. I look at the players. I, I look at their skill sets. I remember what I saw them in high school, what they did in college, and I don't really take school affiliation into account whatsoever. I just don't. And then I and then. Sure enough, I noticed, well, geez, I got two Duke guys in the top 12. <laughs> I've got three UConn guys in the top 30, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they won the national championship. I just happen to think that UConn's Jordan Hawkins, Andre Jackson Jr., and Adama Sonogo will be three of the 30 best players from this draft when we look up in the mid-2030s. Um, so uh, anyway, um, I, I, it, it is beneficial to to people in your part of the country area to mm-hmm. see that uh, the Duke has this. It does not line up with where the NBA is right now in terms of like Whitehead's not going to get picked in the lottery. That's not happening. But right. I think he eventually puts it together and is a really solid shooting guard that starts for a number of years in the NBA. Matt Norlander, CBSSports.com, Ion College Basketball Podcast is joining us. I do want to talk about Scoot versus Brandon Miller, but I, you lead me into something else that I don't want to forget. So, because you talk about two Duke guys or two Connecticut, three Connecticut guys in your top 30. So, I had a conversation with Seth Greenberg about uh, Overtime Elite yesterday. And I'm not knocking Overtime Elite. I'm not knocking G League Ignite, where Scoot Henderson played. And the Thompson uh, Twins played at Overtime Elite. Adam Golden studio with my friend Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. One of the things you do is you plan for worst-case scenarios. Yeah. Why? Well, because it happens. For instance, you're 65. You're thinking about retirement. You've got a million dollars built up in your 401k. You never rolled that money into a lifetime income plan, and the market tanked, and most of your money in 401k was in high risk. Let's prevent that, putting some of the money you have in a lifetime income environment, then you never worry about market downfall. So call us. We'll show you in writing if you call right now. 888 or you can text Adam to 600-700 and maybe you get some coffee too. But is there an argument to be made that one of the things that we always forget is the is competitive basketball and games of consequence where the outcome matters. And I'm not sure that Scoot Henderson played a game where the outcome mattered for G League Ignite. And I don't think the, I, I watched Overtime Elite because my son is hugely into it. But man, those were the worst basketball games I've ever watched for the level of talent some of those guys played uh, had. So is is college a better way to evaluate simply because the games matter and you get to see something in these players that you won't get to see in those settings? You will get a lot of people at the NBA level telling you yes, but because of where we are in the early stages of G League Ignite and Overtime Elite, which are two very different things in very different parts of the country playing very different competition. Like G League Ignite, you are playing NBA players. Sure. Like they are guys on two-way contracts, but you know you are going up against grown men. Um, and in many cases, you're, you're either playing guys that are absolutely in love with basketball because you have to be to play in, in the G League, or... Um, they are on their they are on their way, uh, probably in many cases to uh, to at least going back and, and making a roster there. So, from my, so I bring that up to say, a lot of NBA scouts and, and front office executives have taken a good amount of stock into the actual competition in G League uh, Ignite. OTE is <laughs> a different deal at this stage, and the Thompson Twins being on the precipice of both being drafted in the top 10, I think Amen will go forward to the Rockets. 
Asar is a little bit tougher to project. You can hear anything from five all the way down to nine. We'll see if any teams in the top 10 trade and if that affects it. But they're going to go top 10, and then we'll see how good or not they are at the next level. Um, I agree with you that in college, inherently, there is just so much more at stake. You're Mm -hmm. also more publicly visible. You are dealing with the media more often. There are many things about going and playing high major Division One men's college basketball that can set you up for success at the next level if you are a, a valid and legitimate NBA prospect. But I'm not going to discount either of those leagues yet because they're still, you know, OTEs in its infancy for the most part. Yeah. Ignite's been around for a couple of years, and and Scoot is undeniable. Like Scoot, had Scoot gone to college basketball, I mean, he, he, it's it's hard to see how he would not been just an absolute menace and force and must see kind of player. Uh, but he chose the Ignite route. And now he'll get picked either second or third tonight because of it. Matt Norlander, CBSSports.com, Ion College Basketball Podcast. You got back to Scoot. I appreciate that. We'll close on that. Um, appreciate your time. Best to you and your family. Enjoy the draft tonight, and I'll talk to you down the road, sir. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate you. Have a nice day. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.